Hello from the newsroom of the Financial Times in London. I'm Suzanne Blimson. Today we're looking at elections in Brazil that could turn out to be the most polarising and unpredictable in the country's recent history. Andre Scapani, our Brazil correspondent, talks to Valentina Ramey about who are the leading candidates and what are the issues voters are most concerned about. The Brazilian elections are being seen as very important for the future of the country. Could you tell us why? Well, after suffering its deepest recession of the past century and after almost five years of the world's biggest corruption scandal, there's widespread anger at the political class here. Respect for government and even democracy have taken a battering. So Brazil is at a crossroads right now and this is turning out to be the most polarizing vote probably since Brazil's return to democracy in 1985. You mentioned a corruption scandal, the so-called car wash scandal. Could you tell us a bit about it? Lava Jato, or Car Wash, is a political bribery investigation which was centred on state-run oil company Petrobras, has targeted hundreds of politicians and members of the business elite, and has simply ballooned to the surprise of many. Former leftist Workers' Party president Luis Inácio Lula da Silva is serving more than 12 years in jail for corruption. Other high-profile jailings include Eduardo Cunha, for example, who is the former Congressional Lower House Speaker. Some members of the political class have publicly accused judges and prosecutors of being biased, and all of this has eroded confidence in politicians and has fed a, let's call it, generalized anti-system sentiment ahead of the election. And apart from corruption, what are the most pressing issues on the minds of Brazilian voters? Security is a big issue in this election. I mean, Brazilians are fed up with crime and violence. I am in Rio de Janeiro this week, and that is the top concern here. There are even mobile phone apps now that provide real-time information and shootouts. So it's understandable, after all, the number of homicides rose to almost 64,000 last year nationwide. Who are the main candidates? Well, opinion polls right now uh, are showing that the presidential vote is shaping up to be a two-horse race between the far-right Jair Bolsonaro and the leftist Workers' Party candidate Fernando Haddad. We are likely headed to a second round at the end of October. And Bolsonaro, who was stabbed while on the campaign trail in early September, leads the latest polls with around 32%. That is 11 points clear of Haddad. Bolsonaro is a nationalist, a former army captain who, despite having been in Congress for almost three decades, is seen as the anti-establishment candidate. Supporters call him mito or or legend, and thanks to his shoot-first policy on criminals, calls for a return to traditional family values, admiration for Brazil's former military dictatorship, and various disparaging remarks about gays, women, and, and people of color. We tend to call him a blend of Donald Trump and Rodrigo Duterte, the Philippines president. On Hadaji, he's the former mayor of Sao Paulo, which is Brazil's biggest city, a university professor, philosopher, economist and lawyer. He's a moderate voice, I'd say, within the Workers' Party. Mainly, he's the anointed candidate of former president Luis Inácio Lula da Silva, who is in prison on corruption charges. So he's inheriting a big chunk of Lula's popularity, but also his rejection rates, which could pose a problem to him on Sunday. Here's a voter, Alessandro Ferreira, who used to vote for Lula and now says he will be voting for Bolsonaro. I'm voting for Bolsonaro because the Workers' Party has been in power for almost 16 years and nothing has changed, nothing at all. 
Bolsonaro has embraced a cause the population wants to hear about, security in Rio de Janeiro. This is because today we cannot leave the house at 8 o'clock at night, especially in parts of the city, because we have no security whatsoever. If we go out, we have a clear risk of being robbed, assaulted or even losing our lives. This is a fact and Bolsonaro has embraced a cause that people want because they hate criminality. People can't stand this any longer, so most people are happy with him saying he will fight it. Whether he will steal or not, I don't know. But I think when it comes to criminality, he can improve things a lot. What economic problems will the incoming government face? Economists say that the next president will face a fiscal burden that will probably define his or or her term in office. I mean, the fiscal deficit rose from 2% of GDP in 2012 to 10% in 2015. This year is expected to be around 8%. I mean, reforming the very generous pension system is now almost unavoidable for any incoming president. But this election has been making investors increasingly nervous that voters could elect a president who is unwilling or unable to implement the necessary but politically complicated economic reforms to fix Brazil's fiscal imbalances. Bolsonaro does have some support in the business community because of his appointment of a liberal economic advisor, University of Chicago-trained banker Paulo Guedes. But many analysts doubt whether that, let's call it marriage, can last, and also if Bolsonaro would have the ability or the will to steer difficult reforms through Congress. When it comes to Adagi, although he's a pragmatist by the Workers' Party's standards, there are fears that the party will have the upper hand in trying to implement policies that could bring Brazil closer to a fiscal cliff. And could you tell us about the congressional elections? Are these likely to bring in a change of guard? Well, we will have some new faces in Congress, but no new political alignments, I'd say. Parties receive public funding in proportion to their presence in Congress, and this benefits established groups. I mean, there are shorter campaigns now, maybe designed to save money, but these also favor established politicians whose names are better recognized by voters. So, despite having their problems with corruption, the biggest parties after the election will probably still be the PT, the PSDB, and the PMDB. And many of the new faces in Congress come from political dynasties and do not really represent a fundamental change. So how do you think this election is going to change Brazil? This is currently being played out as the old versus the new. I mean, although Bolsonaro has been in Congress for almost 30 years, a Bolsonaro victory could probably have implications for Brazil's democracy while electing a dad. So bringing back the PT to power will make a lot of people very disappointed. There's a very strong anti-PT sentiment in Brazil. And many would think that probably that the Lava Jato bribery investigation was essentially futile. That was Andre Scapani talking to Valentina Romay. You can find links to some of Andre's recent articles in our show notes. We'll be back with more news tomorrow. In the meantime, if you're not already a subscriber and would like to discover more FT content, take a look at our latest subscription offers at ft.com slash offer. Hold up. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.